the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Supported by Invergrove Hyundai, this is AM980 The Mission, KKMS Richfield, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peterson, Washington. President Trump has unveiled a new plan to make it easier for small businesses to provide health care coverage to employees through what are known as health reimbursement agreements. Thanks to the changes we're making An estimated 11 million Americans will now choose their own plans with the help of the HRAs. Speaking in a Rose Garden ceremony, Mr. Trump says the new health care plan allows small businesses to pool resources to provide lower-cost health care coverage for millions of Americans. This announcement is a monumental victory for small businesses, for their workers, and previously uninsured Americans who will now have access to high-quality health plans of their choice. Mr. Trump says the new plan will give 11 million Americans new choices for affordable health care. On Wall Street, they're down by 17 points. The Nasdaq dropped 40, the S&P lower by 5. This is SRN News. And this is AM 980, The Mission. We are the Twin Cities Christian Voice. So glad you're joining us here for our Friday edition of Lee Michaels Live. It's a special edition. It's the 300th episode, and we have a special guest host, Brad Carlson, in of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Brad is the Closer Edition host, heard Sundays at 1 over on AM 1280, The Patriot. Again, the second hour of Lee Michaels Live is coming up next from the Kingdom Builders Roofing Studio. Let's take an updated look at the forecast first. It looks like we're going to see some rain overnight, maybe some thunderstorms, and that could linger right on through the weekend all the way up to Monday. We'll see temps in the 70s over the weekend as well. So mild and a little bit wet, but not too bad. It looks like we have some sunshine early next week. We're found online at am980themission.com. You will find tickets to dive in, dinner and discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka at am980themission.com. It's a great last-minute gift idea for Dad am980themission.com for tickets. The second hour of Lee Michaels Live coming up next from the Kingdom Builders Roofing Studio. Here's Dr. Robert Jeffress with today's Pathway Minute. Now look at Daniel 7, verses 26 and 27. As troubling as this vision was to Daniel, he saw Antichrist's ultimate destruction that will come about when the Son of God receives the kingdom from the ancient of days. Look at verses 26 and 27. But the court will sit for judgment. And his dominion will be taken away, annihilated, and destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty, the dominion, and the greatness of all the kingdoms under the whole heaven will be given to the people of the saints of the highest one. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all the dominions will serve and obey him. Daniel was looking forward to that final coming kingdom, the coming of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. You're listening to Dr. Robert Jeffress with today's Pathway Minute. You can hear more teaching from Dr. Jeffress at ptv.org. Pathway Minute is a production of Pathway to Victory. Entertaining. I've never heard anything quite like it. Really? Engaging. That's pretty cool. Encouraging. Surely I say unto you dudes, I do not wish to fight. Pursuing the truth and helping you live out a life in Christ. Hey, 
Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? It's Lee Michaels Live. He's a righteous dude. On AM 980, The Mission. Hey, welcome back. AM 980, The Mission, KKMS, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. It is Lee Michaels Live, sans Lee Michaels, out on assignment, but back next week, Monday to be precise. He's back Monday, right, John? Okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, back, ready to go. Yeah. I always catch the uh, catch a final hour of Lee's show on my, uh, my way home from work. Drive time, as it were. And honored to be joined by you, the listeners, and 651-289-4499 is the number to call if you'd like to weigh in on any of the topics we address. Uh, a lot of times when I have the opportunity to guest host this broadcast, I like to call on our next guest to uh, provide his uh, insights on all things uh, political, cultural, uh, spiritual, faith-filled, and uh, where they intersect. And in today's culture, there is a uh, definitely some uh, culture war issues to be addressed. And uh, we're being joined at this time by Dr. Everett Piper. He's now the former president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University, recently retired, but uh, I don't imagine he's going to remain dormant. You can find his fine work every week at Washington Times as he has a column that he pens there, and uh, he'll continue to be a prolific commentator on religious liberty and academic freedom, I have no doubt. Uh, Dr. Everett Piper, good to have you back on the broadcast, sir. How are you? Well, thanks a bunch for having me. Delighted to be here. Hope you're doing well, too. I am doing great. Thank you. Uh, I know it's not been terribly long, maybe a matter of weeks or so, but uh, how is retirement treating you thus far, Dr. Piper? (laughs) Well, nothing's really changed all that much right now. My last day as the president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University was May 30th, but uh, I've got a book that's due. Uh, The manuscript is due to Salem and Regnery by August 31, so I've got plenty of... uh, things to keep me busy between now and September at least. So cranking it away. Well, I was going to say, I, I, I just I just mentioned that I, I, I didn't assume you were going to remain dormant, that's for sure, uh, given the uh, how passionate you are about these uh, particular issues uh, coming along uh, in the in the culture. And by the way, um, I failed to mention that Dr. Piper also is the author of the best-selling book, uh, Not a Daycare, basically uh, talking about how universities are, uh, are not safe spaces. Uh, uh, Dr. Piper, do you still uh, have that uh, crop up every now and then, uh, that post you initially penned that uh, was the inspiration uh, for this particular book? Oh, it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, over three and a half, probably four million people have clicked on that original 800-word uh, op-ed. And then, of course, my book, Now to Daycare, The Devastating Consequences of Abandoning Truth, followed on that op-ed. But, uh, no, it's, it's, it's still out there. It's still in the news every day because you see the Snowflake Rebellion, mm-hmm. the, the juvenile attitudes of faculty and staff. Yeah, the story at Oberlin College just this week, how they persecuted this poor baker in town just because yes. he tried to stop one of their students from shoplifting, and then he was accused by the dean of students of Oberlin of being a racist. Uh, when it had nothing to do with racism, he's trying to tell, stop the kid from stealing stuff from him. So it, the, the colleges and universities have literally lost their minds. And so, yes, yes, the commentary not a daycare is still very pertinent. Well, I was going to say, now, uh, I, this, uh, this is something that uh, uh, you penned as a, a, an experience on your uh, uh, particular campus. And um, like you said, the, uh, <laughs> the, the gift that keeps on giving. So um, with that, uh, can you kind of give us a teaser, Dr. Piper, of what this, uh, what this next book will be about, or is that uh, going to be kept under lock and key to the end of August? Oh, oh, no, no. I'd be happy to give you a teaser. I'm not a daycare. Basically, I was identifying the problem and saying, my land, we've re- actually come to the point in our culture and our colleges and our universities where students expect to be coddled rather than confronted. They expect to feel comfortable rather than have their character challenged. 
And then I responded and said, my land, it's a university, it's not a daycare. You, when you come here, you're supposed to grow up. So that book was basically identifying the problem. The next book will be titled Adulting, and it will be solutions to the problem, how to function as a mature, thoughtful, uh, mature adult in a culture that's infantilized and wants to pout and preen and prance at every time it's offended. So it'll be the 10, 15 ideas, key ideas and lessons on functioning in culture today. Oh, very much looking forward to that, Dr. Piper. I will uh, will definitely uh, have to call on you again once that is released. Now, I remember an interview you gave uh, regarding this uh, particular issue you know, this isn't necessarily a, a, a partisan issue. I mean, you would, you would alluded to the fact that you've had individuals who are atheists that don't agree with uh, a, a word of your politics, yet actually stood up and thanked you for bringing this particular issue, i.e. the, the snowflake uh, 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 problem, to light. Oh, that's the fascinating thing about the Not a Daycare story was when I wrote that op-ed, generally... When I write for the local community newspaper, five people read what I say and three people care. But in that particular case, three and a half million people clicked on that thing within two weeks. And we did a statistical analysis internally on all of the comments. And you can imagine there were hundreds, if not thousands, of comments from those three and a half million readers. Mm-hmm. 97% of the comments, 97% were positive and 3% were negative. And the 97% came from the secular world. Atheists emailed me or called me and said, I don't agree with your politics and I don't agree with your religion, but it needed to be said. Thank you. Kudos. Carry on. But it was the church. The church was in the 3% that was negative wow. and basically said, basically said, you offended the poor boy, you hurt his feelings. Wow, okay. Yeah, that is a, quite a fascinating insight to the response from that. Well, like I say, we'll definitely look forward to this uh, next book. I did want to transition, uh, Dr. Piper, to your most uh, recent uh, Washington Times column, uh, it brilliantly titled In Praise of Humble Pie. Obviously, you address the issue of June being Pride Month, where there are a lot of uh, uh, gay pride parades. Uh, but you focus specifically, now again, what, regardless of what, what people may think of, of the homosexual issue, obviously from a Christian worldview, we certainly have our insights on it. But I thought it was brilliant the way you focused on the pride aspect of this. I mean, the fact that we are proud of any aspect of our lives, I think really takes away, and you address this in this piece, from the humility we have of of what we uh, should show in front of Almighty God, who obviously laid down his only son so that we can have an opportunity to have eternity in heaven and to at all put pride in ourselves, these fallible human beings who uh, are still very fallible, certainly misguided, and I'm glad you brought that up in this particular piece, Dr. Piper, and that's the aspect you really focused on. Well, in that opinion piece, and it was in last Sunday's Washington Times, so people can still go out there and find it on that website if they wish, um, I, I, I did exactly that. I didn't mention sex. I did mm-hmm. not mention homosexuality. Yep. I did not mention LGBTQ. I didn't mention the rainbow flag or anything else. What I did do is ask why in the world would we as a nation, we as a people, we as a culture and a country have a pride month? What is it that we're proud of? There was a day when the church taught that pride was one of the seven deadly sins. And in fact, C.S. Lewis calls it the complete anti-God state of mind, the sin of all sins. 
G.K. Chesterton calls it the poison of all other sins. Aquinas speaks against pride. Augustine speaks against pride. Like I said, Chesterton and Lewis speak against pride. David and Solomon speak against pride. Paul speaks against pride. My goodness, even Benjamin Franklin spoke against pride. And John Quincy Adams spoke and wrote against pride. What is it that we're celebrating, and why in the world don't we have a month of humility as opposed to a month of pride? Our kids would be a lot better off for it if we did. Do you think of this as an extension of a, of a lot of the issues? I mean, obviously, this is something you cited in, in your book, Not a Daycare, and where you know kids are having a difficult time. And you know, you hear this often, and I, and I heard it in my generation, and I think my parents probably heard it in their generation, and you're hearing in the current generation, boy, our kids never had a tougher look with everything that they're going through. Do you think that this pride thing is sort of an extension of trying to help people along where it's like, be proud of who you are, you, you know, I mean, yeah— and, and it, it seems to be directly fly in the face of, yeah, uh, God created us in his image, but, you know, living in a sinful world, we do fall short of the glory of God. But do you think sort of kind of this self-help generation is uh, kind of, a, um, kind of uh, for lack of a better word, emboldened this, uh, this pride uh, viewpoint, Dr. Piper? Yes. We've been teaching self-actualization in our schools, our colleges, and in our universities for decades. And when you're teaching self-actualization rather than selflessness, when you're teaching people to elevate their wishes and their inclinations and their passions and their proclivities to the level of identity, rather than teaching them that there are some passions and habits and appetites you should confess rather than celebrate, when you teach people that sin is an antiquated idea, Mm -hmm. and that really that's just old Christian thinking, there is no such thing as sin any longer, that Carl Menninger wrote a book in the 1970s had titled it, Whatever Became of Sin. We've lost this concept of humility, of confession, of repentance, of brokenness. You know, Chuck Colson taught me that if you get the definition of man wrong, everything else thereafter is wrong too. And when we get the definition of who we are as human beings, when we rise up as the original sin and declare ourselves to be as God, and therefore we don't need God to tell us what's right or wrong, good or evil, sinful or just, or even tell us what's male or female any longer. When we declare ourselves to be as God, then we're strutting along like Satan, if I dare say, Mm -hmm. and proud of who we are as opposed to standing before God in fear and humility. And I think a lot of the things we, you know, and something kind kind of bouncing off that a little bit, you know, we hear a lot of, uh, you know, we're we're wonderfully and uniquely made, which is true. But do you feel people get the concept of self love wrong? I mean, you know, we 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 love ourselves, and because we are we are a creation of our of our Creator, but it seems like they kind of uh, are misguided in what self love is all about. Some will look at it as, you know, oh, I don't know, just uh, openly expressing yourself on social media or doing this self-care where you'd uh, you know, take these uh, long vacations. It kind of seems like that concept has kind of been uh, uh, kind of been watered down. Is that a fair assessment, Dr. Piper? Again, I, some people may hear me and they may say, well, he's, he's arguing against self-respect and personal dignity, and he's somehow diminishing the human being that we should grovel as worms in the dirt. Well, not necessarily. In fact, I think C.S. Lewis had a very pertinent um, idea, uh, response to some of these issues. He said, when you put first things first, you get the second thrown in automatically. But when you play second things first, you get neither the second nor the first. The first thing 
for the human being is to recognize that we are the Imago Dei. We're made in the image of God. We are not God. We are made in the image of God, and we are broken and sinful, and we yes. need to repent. We need to be redeemed by Christ. Amen. We cannot rise up because we're good in and of ourselves through our own affirmation and self-respect. There's a sense of selflessness that needs to come before the cross as we confess we have lost that concept today. I mean, this, this would be a good way for me to throw it back at the listeners. Or, you know, how, how many people would be, how many churches would preach uh, Jonathan Edwards' Sinners in the Hands of an Angry, Angry God sermon today? Very few, because they think it will offend the parishioners, offend the congregation. Well, I would argue that Jonathan Edwards was spot on, and that he, we do need to recognize our appropriate place within creation, and that is the Imago Dei. And we're made in God's image. We are not God. We need to humble ourselves before him. Once again, we've been joined by Dr. Everett Piper. He's the former president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University and a prolific commentator on religious liberty and academic freedom. Uh, Dr. Piper, we need to take a break. Can you hang over for one more segment? Yes, I can. Fantastic. We'll be back with one more segment with the aforementioned Dr. Everett Piper. It is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Lee Michaels on Lee Michaels Live right here. AM 980 The Mission, Twin Cities, Christian Voice. Hello, this is Dave Heisinger from Bridgewood Church. I walked into the dark hallway around 9.30 p.m. at the nursing home my 97-year-old grandfather was at. I found the number of his room on the wall and walked in. The light was dim next to his bed, and I couldn't tell if he was asleep or awake. My grandfather lived through World War I and the Great Depression. He served his church faithfully, worked on all kinds of jobs to support his wife and six kids, was an unpaid Christian school teacher, and now here he was, 97 years old, near the end of his life. Dave, he said, amazingly recognizing me. Read Isaiah 1, verse 18. Picking up his well-worn Bible off the table, I read, Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Read it again, he said. And again, he said. Then I cried, and he cried as I held his hand. White as snow, he said. He makes me white as snow. For more information, go to bridgewood.org. This is a special alert for Americans who owe more than $10,000 in back taxes. Get ready for a toll-free hotline number. Call and get free information on how to take advantage of new initiatives that could significantly reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. Call Stop IRS Debt today at 800-893-8907. Learn how you can stop collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments all by using a proven A-plus BBB-rated tax system that negotiates with the IRS for you. If you have haven't filed returns in years or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get tax relief. The government is ready to work out a generous program that can resolve your tax debt quickly. Be warned, this situation won't last forever and your tax debt will only get worse if you don't act now. Do not try to handle it yourself. Call Stop IRS Debt now for free information. 800-893-8907. That's 800-893-8907. 800-893-8907. Greed is the obsession of getting what you do not have. Greed is a state of non-contentment, no matter how much you have or you don't have. Greed 
need is the state of constant inner emptiness and thinking just the next thing is going to make you happy and the next thing is going to make you happy and you're not happy. This is the proper definition of greed. Be challenged this week by pastor and author Dr. Michael Youssef every weekday at 6.30. AM 980 The Mission and iHeartRadio. They go together like Jonathan David and Melissa Helser. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Here's part of a real post from a real Chick-fil-A fan. Katie writes, Chick-fil-A, please tell me you are bringing back the Smokehouse Barbecue Bacon Sandwich this summer. Good news, Katie. It's back. Try one for yourself at your nearest Chick-fil-A. Real Chick-fil-A customers paid for the testimonial. Now in the traffic center on this Friday, an update. We've got an accident southbound 169 at 16th. That's backing up traffic at Highway 55. Delays on northbound Highway 100 from the Crosstown to 394. On northbound 35E, heavy at Ide Mill to St. Clair. Southbound 35E, busy. County Road 11 to the Burnsville split. And an accident southbound 35E right after County Road 42. Westbound 94 heavy at Franklin to Lindale. Eastbound 94, just a small backup this afternoon from Dale to 35E. And on the eastbound side of 694 heavy central, northbound 694 backing up at 94. Welcome back. AM 980 The Mission with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Lee Michaels on Lee Michaels Live. 651-289-4499 is the number to call. If you'd like to weigh in on any of the topics we have been discussing, and as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Joined for another segment by Dr. Everett Piper. He's the former president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University and a prolific commentator on religious liberty and academic freedom. And you can find his fine writings on a weekly basis at Washington Times. You can just go to WashingtonTimes.com and you can find an archive of a lot of his work, his writings from the past several weeks. Uh, Dr. Piper, did you happen to hear about a situation about a week and a half ago where President Trump made a surprise appearance at a Virginia Beach church and a uh, pastor prayed over him? And apparently that was uh, disturbing to some of the congregants. I don't know if you've uh, heard about this or not. Yeah, I read that story and listened to the story. It's kind of amazing that the pastor is being criticized for praying. And I, I might—I don't know if the listeners know this or not. I don't even know if you remember or not. I was outspokenly against Trump during the primary. Okay. However, during the general election, I had a choice to make. And Oz Guinness helped me understand the choices before us. He said, Everett, if you want freedom, always vote for the covenant. Never vote for the hierarchy. He said, hierarchical governments are always bent toward power and control. Covenantal governments always lend themselves to freedom. Mm -hmm. The Constitution is covenantal. The Magna Carta is covenantal. And therefore, I gladly voted for the party that's obviously more covenantal than it is hierarchical in its principles and its priorities. Therefore, I'm glad Donald Trump is the president as opposed to the other option. And I would pray for him readily, even though I do have issues, did have issues, with some of his personal uh, character and morality. And I guess the question I would have is, you know, and I don't want to sound like I'm stand- indignant, or indignant or standing in judgment of this uh, particular pastor. It was Pastor David Blatt of McLean Bible Church in uh, Virginia Beach. But 
uh, if if praying over someone, which obviously these congregants saw as a very flawed human being in, in, in President Trump, if praying over a flawed human being is going to make people uncomfortable, I guess the first question I have, Dr. Piper, is what is, this, what is being taught from the pulpit at this particular church? Well, again, it's politics. Uh, one of the things I've been criticized of or criticized for repeatedly is you're too political. You need to stick to education. You need to stop getting involved in politics. But I respond to that, and I say, who decided that the definition of a male and a female is political? Who decided that the definition of a human being and human life is political? Mm. Who decided that freedom and uh, justice and, and the dignity of what it means to be a woman and have your own bathroom and your own sport and your own shower and your own biological identity respected? Who decided that those arguments were political as opposed to ontological, logical, and theological arguments? My own church, the Wesleyan Church, was born out of the battle over slavery during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we got, in, we got in a political. We wouldn't exist today if we wouldn't have engaged in one of the most politically contentious issues in the history of our nation. We can't allow the secular world to define what is political and what isn't. These issues are all moral. They're all biblical issues. They are all issues of human freedom, and we have an obligation to engage. Yeah, and I think, Dr. Piper, you probably understand this better than anyone when people say why you need to stop being so political. I I, I think that's a euphemism for saying stop saying things that I disagree with. I think you'd probably know that as well as anybody. So uh, that's perfectly understandable from that standpoint. Uh, I guess we'll we'll take a uh, got about five minutes left again, uh, joined by Dr. Everett Piper, former president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University. Uh, Dr. Piper, Vermont was the latest in uh, some of these states who are passing some very radical pro-abortion laws, uh, essentially allowing abortion moments up to uh, up to just giving birth, depending upon, you know, if the woman is uh, suffering from a medical condition or medically imperiled. There have been several pediatricians who have come out and said there is never any medical condition that a woman has that will require to abort a baby at nine months. Giving birth, yes. Abortion, not so much. So uh, this seems to go way beyond medical science, Dr. Piper. I mean, look at the laws in Illinois, uh, Vermont, uh, New York. I mean, I think we talked about this in your last appearance, New York. For crying out loud, they lit up the spire in the color pink on the top of the World Trade Center where 3,000 people were killed, 9-11-2001. I mean, this this is just chilling stuff, Dr. Piper. You know, uh, again, it gets back to Colson said, you get the definition of man wrong and everything else thereafter is going to fall. We can't define human life any longer. We think that we can define what's living rather than God defining what's living and what life is. We rise up and claim to be as God, and therefore we decide that there's certain people that don't have the right to exist because they're inconvenient to us. Mm-hmm. You know, post-birth abortion is a reality as much as pre-birth abortion. You have the governor of Virginia that was caught essentially arguing for post-birth abortion. Right. You have Peter Singer, who is an ethicist at Princeton, who argues boldly and has been for years for post-birth abortion. You have a professor from a university in Australia that was at a seminar in Cambridge with another professor from Cambridge, both of which presented a paper where they argued for post-birth abortion. What does this mean? It means infanticide. It means killing living human beings after they're born because you find them inconvenient to your existence. This is a frightening place for us to be, but it all goes back to what Colson warned of. 
if you define man wrong, everything else thereafter falls. And I, I, I just am um, stunned and taken aback by the mental gymnastics some of these people have to endure in order to you know, justify this horrible, horrible procedure. I mean, you hear about these states that pass these heartbeat bills because heartbeat bills are essentially detected uh, within a matter of weeks. I think it was, what's it, uh, 10 weeks, 20 weeks, whatever it is of, uh, uh, of, of conception. And they refer to, well, don't call it a heartbeat, call it a fetal pole activity, or don't call it a baby, or call it a fetus, or a clump of cells. And the, the mental gymnastics, that, again, these people have to perform is just stunning, Dr. Piper. Well, it's, it's like you're reading George Orwell's 1984, mm-hmm. Ministry of Truth, which is actually responsible for perpetuating lies. It's what Isaiah warned of. Woe unto him who calls evil good and good evil, bitter, sweet, and sweet, bitter. When you reverse the definition of words and you turn them upside down so that they mean the opposite, it's called something. It's called lying. And we're lying to ourselves. We're lying to our children. We're lying to our culture to make ourselves feel that what we do for our own convenience and our own comfort and our own luxury is actually a moral good even to the point when those things for our convenience and our own luxury are the termination of other human beings. You know, here's the interesting thing. Republicans and conservatives are called science deniers. We're accused of that all the time. We're not the ones denying the biological fact of a human being. We're not the ones denying the fact of a feminine, the fact of a female, and that a female is actually real. She exists. She's not a fantasy of a dysphoric male who just wants to raise his hand on a given day and pretend to be a woman. We don't deny the obvious material facts before our eyes when it comes to what a human being is, what a male, what a female, what a baby, what a life is. We actually rest on science rather than this Gnosticism that exists in the progressive left. Yeah, that's an excellent point. I, I'm glad you brought that up because you know, while there may be statistics show that uh, church attendance isn't as high as it once was, or I don't know if that definitely translates to people's faith or not, but the point of the matter is that people like to just frame this as a religious issue, and I dare say that the culture has become more swinging more to the pro-life side simply because of what you alluded to, Dr. Piper, the science, the technology that comes that shows, yes, that is a fully viable human being being created and produced within the womb. And uh, as a result, I think that people seeing that are embracing the science of this. Well, and maybe that's a good way for me to kind of head into home plate here in this interview, and that is to be an optimist. At the end of the day, we're seeing a shift in culture toward the pro-life versus the pro-abortion position. So. Why? Mm-hmm because of the obvious facts before our eyes. We recognize this is a human being. You can't deny it with a serious look on your face. You have to do all the gymnastics like you suggested in order to get to the position of killing that baby. This will happen in the LGBTQ argument, too, because of the science. You can't be a feminist and deny the feminine. You can't claim to be pro-woman and pretend that women aren't real. It's the biological fact. It's science, along with the religious, the Christian reality of the dignity of the woman that will prevail at the end of the day, because the other position degrades women. It takes their bathroom away, takes their identity away, it takes their dignity away, it takes their sport away, it takes their shower away. They have no rights anymore. Title IX in women's sports is dead today because of these science deniers that call themselves progressive well, I'll say, say what I was going to say, progressive Democrats. They want to deny these women's, the, the women the, the very rights that they fought to gain over the last decades. 
As always, we can expect to get it straight from Dr. Everett Piper. He, the former president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University and a prolific author, his best-selling book, Not a Daycare, and a book uh, coming up uh, this summer. Dr. Piper, always a pleasure, uh, sir, and I will definitely uh, be reaching out once again once this book is completed, and I can't wait to read it. Uh, thank you again, sir. All right. Blessings to you. Bye-bye. AM 980 The Mission, Twin Cities Christian Voice, me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Lee Michaels, coming up with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and on top of it all, run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. You need results and just aren't getting them on your own. Salem Surround will get you results. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Using every digital marketing tool possible is a necessity to compete in today's business world. But you have to know about all the options. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and, most importantly, revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers. He's a security expert, has briefed the CIA, DIA, Navy SEALs, and other elite groups. He was a valued member of the Trump White House, and today he's the host of America First, a national radio show heard by millions across the globe. His beginnings, however, were far more humble. Sebastian Gorka was born of parents who escaped the communist dictatorship of Hungary. As such, he grew up embracing freedom and the American dream he came to exemplify. Here's Sebastian Gorka's incredible story firsthand at Dive In, Dinner and Discussion with Dr. Sebastian Gorka, Saturday, June 15th at Minnesota Zoo's Discovery Bay. We'll serve a delicious meal while Dr. Gorka tells his story and shares his thoughts on the 2020 elections, religious freedom, and more. Be one of the select few to enjoy this evening of intelligent conversation. Reserve your seats at am980themission.com. This event is supported by Minnesota's Closet and Storage Concepts. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for a rewards card that you can't find. At AM980 The Mission, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Mission Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit am980themission.com. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. 
We are less than six months away from our Stand with Israel tour here at AM980 The Mission, and we do have Twin Cities listeners heading on this journey. You'll be with like-minded mission listeners from the area, plus Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher. Everybody I've talked to who has been on the Stand with Israel tour or visited Israel agrees that it changes their perspective on their faith and history, and it can also strengthen your local church. Nick Anderson, our GM, was with us on Wednesday. He made that point, and it's a wonderful point. You can strengthen your church with this trip. It is 10 days in the Holy Land. The itinerary is up right now at am980themission.com, am980themission.com. We clouded over out there, still sitting at about 81. We're going down to 63 tonight. There's a chance of showers and thunderstorms overnight. And throughout the day on Saturday, we'll top out in the low 70s for Saturday. It's Brad Carlson in for Lee Michaels today on Lee Michaels Live, coming to you from the Kingdom Builders Roofing Studio. It's all yours, Brad. Hey, thank you, John. I appreciate it. Uh, by the way, has anybody called in for the book as yet? I still got a few books uh, ready to go. Okay. How about we do another? Well, I was just going to, so, but did someone call in for this one? I kind of threw that one out. You there. know what? That one, we actually, we can do the book again because we got a bunch of copies of that one. So okay. let's go ahead with, with more. Okay. Well, uh, actually, I've got a, looks like we got a CD set here. We can make a little prize pack. You want to do that? Yeah. Book and CD. Let's do it. Okay. The, right. Again, the ministry of the month for June of 2019 is Leading the Way. And by the way, you can hear Leading the Way right here, weekdays, 6.30 p.m., uh, you need good news? Well, there are moments when it seems that the only news available is bad news. Headlines filled with stories of deception, financial ruin, sickness, and natural disasters. In an attempt to escape the bad news, many people travel long roads in search of peace. That seems to continually elude them. In Need Good News, Michael Youssef addresses the root cause of mankind's dissatisfaction and offers very good news that there is a way to the one who will provide ultimate peace Joy and Security. Again, this is a four-CD set. That, along with Michael Youssef's book, Conquer Your Battle Plan for Spiritual Victory, are being given away now. 651-289-4499 is the number to call. Again, the first caller calls in, wins the prize package, and uh, we appreciate you listening. Our our friend of the broadcast, uh, well, not just a friend of the broadcast, Salem employee, uh, Gary Borgendale. Local ministry director here. Local ministry director, yes. Got to get the title right. Give Gary his respect, absolutely. He reminds us that in 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4, it requires us to pray for our leaders. And that's exactly right. 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4 says, I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people. Okay? Not just those who deserve it, but all people. Because let's be honest, none of us are worthy. We all fall short of the glory of God. For kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Amen. Again, I don't want to rail on that pastor in Virginia Beach. You know, he oversees his congregation, and obviously there were people disturbed by President Trump being there. But at the very bare bones minimum, Christianity involves praying for everyone, not just those who deserve it. Okay? Because again, None of us are worthy, including President Trump. So, yeah, we all need prayer. And President Trump always humbly accepts prayer whenever it's offered to him. So uh, thanks to Gary for uh, calling in. Uh, we've probably, at least probably, addressed this on, on the broadcast. This was a very big religious liberty case about uh, Baker Jack Phillips. Of course, he owns Masterpiece Cake Shop down in Colorado, and of course, this was a case that was brought before Supreme Court. Now, to kind of refresh the details on this, uh, Jack Phillips of Masterpiece Cake Shop was sued in 2012 because he declined to create a custom cake for a same-sex wedding because of his traditional 
Christian beliefs. And this was brought before the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court eventually heard the case, and in June of last year, June 2018, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of Jack Phillips 7-2, to not because they felt that he has necessarily has the right to uh, not use his talents that violate his religious beliefs, but rather they found that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission was very hostile toward Jack Phillips' faith. Basically, they said he not only did they say Jack Phillips was in the wrong for denying this couple uh, service, you know, his personal service, not access into his bakery. Because, again, let's let's break this down. Had this couple come in and said, hey, we're going to get married. We want to buy three dozen cupcakes for our wedding. Can we just buy those right here off the shelf? Jack Phillips would have sold them to him. No problem at all. Because the Public Accommodations Law, the Civil Rights Act, says you can't deny someone based on race, religion, gender, what have you. Okay? So that would have been no problem. He didn't deny them access to his rest or to his bakery, excuse me. But he did not want to participate in a service that violated his religious beliefs. That was the whole tenet of the complaint. So as a result. Jack Phillips is basically being harassed because he the Supreme Court ruled in favor of him. Okay, so he didn't have to pay all these outrageous fines and go through all this retraining. And and by the way, that's very disturbing. The Colorado Civil Rights Commission says not only is your faith outdated, you're going to kind of have to be retrained on how to interact in today's progressive society, essentially a reeducation. That always gets a little chilling when an organization talks about reeducation, doesn't it? I don't think I need to tell you what that reminds us of. So the Daily Signal wrote about this in June of 2018. You know, the Supreme Court, again, ruled in favor of Phillips 7-2, to holding that the Colorado Commission of Civil Rights, which had ruled that Phillips had discriminated unlawfully, demonstrated clear and impermissible hostility towards Phillips and his Christian belief that marriage is the union of one man and one woman. After Phillips... Supreme Court win, he was sued a second time by the state, this time on behalf of Autumn Scardina, uh, who, which, uh, but the suit was dropped when Phillips countersued. Now, the latest lawsuit was filed June 5th in Denver District Court, again by Scardina, according to KCNC-TV in Denver. Jim Campbell, senior counsel with the Alliance Defending Freedom, who has represented Phillips in the prior cases, said in a statement provided to the Daily Signal that he doesn't think the latest lawsuit against Phillips will be any more successful in court. In all, a new lawsuit has been filed against Masterpiece Cake Shop that appears to largely rehash old claims, Campbell said, adding, the state of Colorado abandoned similar ones just a few months ago. So, this latest attack by Scardina looks like yet another desperate attempt to harass cake artist Jack Phillips and it stumbles over the one detail that matters most. Jack serves everyone. He just cannot express all messages through his custom cakes. So what the issue was is this uh, Autumn Scardina. Let me uh, find the original complaint here. Uh, apparently was going to be going through some sort of uh, uh, gender reassignment and therefore wanted... Jack Phillips to design cakes celebrating her gender reassignment, which, you know, is in violation of his conscience, his religious beliefs. 
Uh, this time, Scardina is being represented by lawyers Paula Grayson and John McHugh. Grayson said that their client is suing because the dignity of all citizens in our state need to be needs to be honored. Um, not too much irony in that statement, huh? Every uh, The dignity of all citizens in our state needs to be honored, except for apparently Christians when asked to violate their religious beliefs. Masterpiece Cake Shop said before the Supreme Court they would serve any baked good to members of the LGBTQ community, Grayson added. It was just the religious significance of it being a wedding cake. We don't believe they've been honest with the public. Well, no, because had they... See, again, this is two different things. If members of the LGBTQ community came in and said, hey, see those cupcakes you have in your in your stands with uh, rainbow-colored uh, frosting? Yeah, we want those for my uh, LGBTQ uh, gender reassignment. Okay, no problem. He, he sells them to this person, lets this person in his establishment. There isn't a problem. But where the problem is, is you're forcing him to participate in a ceremony that he does not agree with. You're forcing him to convey a message he doesn't agree with. He doesn't believe that people who are born uh, biological males should become should call themselves female. That goes that that flies in the face of of God's creation. And uh, lest we forget, science, basic science, which these people say that they're they're guardians of. So I don't see how this case is going anywhere. But this this is just another example of how the mob does not rest until they have one hundred percent full acquiescence to their beliefs. It's not enough to apologize for offending someone. Okay? It's all about acquiescence. And, well, like the Colorado Civil Rights Commission demanded, re-education. So we'll definitely keep an eye on this. And, uh, you know, Jack Phillips, man of faith, is uh, he, he knows uh, how this story eventually ends, as we all do. Uh, congratulations, Robert and Paul in Shoreview. They're our winners. Okay, congratulations. They are the winners of the book and the uh, four CD set. So uh, we appreciate you listening as well. One final segment coming up on Lee Michaels Live with me, Brad Carlson, right here, AM 980, The Mission, KKMS, Twin Cities, Christian Voice. This year, give the most unique gift ever. The thrilling adventure and unforgettable memory of soaring over the St. Croix River Valley in a hot air balloon. For more than 40 years, Stillwater Balloons has provided this incredible experience to thousands of satisfied customers. The sensation of drifting in the breeze between the blue sky and the incredible landscape below is an experience like no other. Soak in the St. Croix River Valley scenery, forests, wildlife, and of course, the spectacular river. Ask anyone who has soared with Stillwater Balloons balloons about their flight and you're sure to hear words like fantastic incredible exhilarating exciting peaceful beautiful this year give a still water balloon ride to someone you love they'll remember it forever a great gift for father's day or graduation visit stillwaterballoons.com or call 651-439-1800 an adventure that will be long remembered stillwater balloons stillwaterballoons.com the following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. 
I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for a rewards card you can't find. At AM980 The Mission, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Mission Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit am980themission.com. Imagine sharing a prayer request from your phone and seeing as those around the world take your request before God. The new Pray With Me prayer app will connect you with other Christians worldwide who have experienced the power of prayer and know the encouragement it can provide. Visit PrayWithMe.com to discover how your faith can grow when we pray without ceasing. Receive prayer. Pray for others at PrayWithMe.com. Now let's take a look at traffic in the cities tonight. We've got delays on the southbound side of 169 from Highway 55 to 16th. On the northbound side of 169, delays from the Crosstown to Highway 55. Small backup southbound 35W and 11th Avenue to 5th. On northbound 35E, delays start at Idmill to St. Clair. On southbound 35E, heavy at County Road 11 to the Burnsville Split. Westbound 94 jamming at Riverside to Lindale. Hanging up on the northbound side of 494 this Friday at Valley Creek. Accident there off to the right involving a semi. That's causing delays on the northbound side of 494 to 94 694. Welcome back. AM 980 to the mission. Twin Cities Christian Voice. Hey, by the way, speaking of the mission, are you a part of the Mission Fan Club? <laughs> Why not, if not? It's all the perks of a rewards card with none of the hassle. Again, the AM980, the Mission Fan Club. Real simple. Go to am980themission.com. Click on Fan Club for pre-sale access to tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Believe me, you will not regret it. Almost sounded like President Trump there. Believe me. <laughs> it's going to be huge. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Really beautiful, huge. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, it's uh, John's been a blast. Always. A, I know we still got about eight minutes left. It's not goodbye or anything, but it's been a blast. Oh, always yeah, you can't go yet, Brad. <laughs> but I always do enjoy having you in on Fridays. We, all, we always wrap the week up on a uh, strong note. So thanks for taking the time and coming in. We oh, appreciate yeah. It's, it. been, it's been kind of a tradition. Actually, the last time it was on, it was last January. I looked it up. I, was, I actually came in on a Thursday because I, I was also going to the gun owner's lobby day down at the Capitol. Oh, and I came okay. from there. And then came here to do the show, so it was it was a lot of activity going on that yes. day, and so uh, uh, yeah. And Friday is a nice way to to wrap up the week. To actually took the day off from my day job to to come on down here and uh, you know just uh, 
hang out and enjoy. And my, my wife loves it too because she's right up the road at the Mall of America. So uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, it's a lunch or something that works out good. And, Perfect. And I'm, I'm keeping an eye on my bank account, a little spending too as well. <laughs> she's, but actually, I, I love this. She's like her mother in this from this standpoint. She's buying Christmas gifts in June. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> thrifty. That's, yeah, there exactly. you go. That's I mean, good thinking. I mean, the holidays can be so stressful because you just put it off and put off. Oh my gosh, it's December twenty third. I haven't bought a single Christmas gift yep. yet. So, oh, I've uh, done it. Been there. Yeah. So uh, thank God for my wife. Thank God for a good wife in general, but for my <laughs> wife in particular, uh, that uh, she's uh, putting in work, getting it done. So uh, this is good. She, Yeah, she texted me some pictures. You think this would be good for, for your brother? Think this would be good for your sister? You know, like that sort of thing. Very thoughtful. I better not say any more because if I start pinning down where she's shopping. You're going to start giving away gifts. Giving away spoilers do. of, well, yeah. At least you got a long period of time between now and then. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Well, I, d- I did want to wrap this up on uh, kind of a heartwarming note to what was a heart-wrenching story. Obviously, you've heard about uh, the uh, five-year-old boy who was thrown off a third-story balcony at the Mall of America. Um, This took place a couple months ago. Really, really bizarre. Uh, uh, Emmanuel Aranda was sentenced to 19 years for throwing the boy off the third-story balcony at Mall of America. Again, this case was quickly adjudicated. He He did this in front of witnesses, was arrested, confessed to it, and um, he will um, serve, again, it's a 19-year sentence. The law mandates that he serve 12 of those years with 53 days off uh, for time already served. So, again, this was a, the charge was attempted murder. Uh, thankfully, the boy is recovering. Uh, it's obviously a long road ahead of him. A five-year-old little fella thrown off the third floor. I, I, I can't fathom the, the recovery he's gone, th- gone through, and it's a minor miracle that he is uh, that he's still with us. But the one thing that I was really intrigued by was the young boy's mother. Again, this was um, when uh, Emmanuel Ronda was sentenced. This, his sentencing was about two weeks ago. And the boy's mother uh, came out and uh, she provided a statement that the prosecutors, <clears throat> excuse me, read. And here was her statement. I want you to know I forgive you, not because what you did was okay, not because I want to, but because God wants me to, she wrote. I refuse to be full of anger and hatred. I refuse to let you take my joy. My sweet, precious baby, my amazing gift from God is going to be okay. And I'm not a parent, and even that still just, I, what's, what does the kid say? All the fields? I mean... You just feel myriad emotions when reading that. And I got to tell you that I've I've known parents who have lost children. Now, thankfully, Landon is still with us and he's recovering. But still, to, to, to watch in horror as your little boy is thrown off the third floor balcony and feeling utterly helpless, I can't fathom what that feeling is like. But yet she says something very key there. No, I don't want to forgive you, but God wants me to. And that perfectly embodies what forgiveness is all about. We're not doing it because it's a natural human emotion. Our natural human emotions want revenge. If someone does harm to someone we love, we want revenge. That's just a natural human emotion because, again, we were born into sin, and that's what sinful creatures do. But when you, on faith, give your heart to the Lord, all right, you're walking by faith, knowing that, because of his ultimate sacrifice, laying down his only son, we have an opportunity for eternity in heaven, something we don't deserve. 
you know, uh, mercy is not getting what you deserve, but grace is receiving something that you don't deserve. And we don't deserve to be forgiven. But again, God sent his only son to take our place. And that's why we go on faith is saying we're going to be okay. I, I, I want revenge on this person that brought us great pain and anguish. But by faith, because God wants me to, because it's one of God's commands, I'm going to I'm going to forgive. And again, even after you say I forgive you, I let it all go, there are still is likely residual feelings of angst, of anger. We're human. But again, that's where prayer and meditation is so important that you stay connected to the Lord and stay ground in his word. Because the only way you'll be able to get through a horrible incident like that is if you're spiritually grounded. You know, if your house is built on shaky foundation and quicksand, okay, it's going to come crumbling down at the first sight of adversity. But if it's built on solid ground, i.e. God's word, the rock, right, it's going to stay standing during these difficult times. So uh, kudos to the to Landon's mother. I don't think the name of the family has been released. Uh, you know, the little boy is just going by, they just are calling him Landon, so I don't know that the parent's name has been released. It doesn't really matter. The point is, is that what she embodies, I think, is a tremendous example to the faith. And what a wonderful ambassador uh, for God. I if I were to, if if I am ever tested in that vein, you know, I hope I can pass that test. But you know what? The best way to have me prepared for such a test is to stay ground in his word. I know that sounds simple, and the people that I'm talking to right now, I probably preaching to the proverbial choir. You're, you're you're in God's word all the time, inciting scripture. And when you go through a hardship, you know, you cite scripture, you know, this uh, uh, that God will never leave us nor forsake us. That's that's one I cling to every day. Okay? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, his love never fails. So, uh, again, kudos to this woman. Uh, this uh, and, and by the way, uh, this extends further. The, the a man who perpetrated this horrible act, uh, the man's mother spoke, and she was incredibly moved by this gesture. What do you think that does to other people when you show them forgiveness when they don't deserve it? I don't know. There's Emmanuel Ronda. You know, he's obviously a very disturbed individual. I don't even know if he comprehends the gift he's been given by this woman. But his mother does. And I don't know how solid her faith is, but say if it was shaky and then she feels something like this, what does that do? It's being an ambassador for God's kingdom. And showing that grace and mercy unto others, even though they may not deserve it. It's it's all by faith that you can do that, stepping forward in faith. And uh, again, if there's a story that's equally heart-wrenching and heartwarming, I think this one is it. Well, folks, I've enjoyed it. John, it's always an honor to work with you, my friend. Thanks Thank so you much. for coming in, Brad. Thank oh, you. always appreciate it. I always take advantage of the opportunity when I can. And as long as uh, Lee will continue to have me back, I'll, I'll try to come on down and uh, and hang out with you all. Well, I think you have a, uh, a running invitation when Lee's on assignment. So I'll I, see you next time for sure. I will hold you to that, John Berg. <laughs> thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for tuning in. AM 980, The Mission, Twin Cities Christian Voice, Lee Michaels Live. It's been me, Brad Carlson. I can be heard Sundays on The Mission Sister Station, AM 1280, The Patriot. Again, Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. Lee, back in Studio Monday. I'm looking forward to having him back as I know you are. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed weekend.
This is Jan Markell, and next on Understanding the Times Radio, I talk to Dr. David Reagan about his new book, The Rapture, Fact or Fiction. What are the objections to our blessed hope? Why would anybody look for the Antichrist when we are told only to look for Jesus Christ, our blessed hope? That's next on Understanding the Times Radio. Listen to Understanding the Times every Saturday morning at 9 and replayed Sundays at noon on AM 980 The Mission. Hey, your home has some real nice gutters, said no one ever. It's Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. No one notices gutters until there's a problem. Whether you've had damage from an ice dam from the long, hard winter, water in your basement, or you've just been thinking about the health of your gutters for a while, call the Kingdom Builders. We fabricate 5- and 6-inch seamless gutters right on site, and they're specifically designed and color matched to your home. We also mount stainless steel micro-mesh gutter covers to keep your system clean. No getting up on a ladder and wondering what you'll find. A budding tree, an irritated robin, or the neighbor kid's lacrosse ball. We're talking minimum maintenance for years to come. Plus, they look great. So let us take care of the most underappreciated but very important part of your roof, your gutter system. Call the Kingdom Builders today, 612-900-9166. Or find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. That's thekingdombuilders.net. We're not salespeople. We're just great gutter installers. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.